You're listening to The Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwall, United States Marine Corps, retired standing guard on the wall of freedom. The First Amendment gives Americans five basic freedoms, freedom of speech, press, petition, assembly, and religion. While all five are important, perhaps freedom of speech is talked about the most. Free speech is the cornerstone of our democracy. Although what you say can have consequences, like losing friends or a job, it gives Americans the right to express opinions without government censorship or control. And more importantly, you can't go to jail for expressing your opinion. It not only protects the speech that people like, but speech that people don't. Because when it comes to free speech, either everyone is protected or no one is at all. It allows citizens to support political movements and candidates. It gives people the power to call out government corruption and abuse. And most importantly, it empowers people to give unpopular opinions. The Civil Rights Movement is a perfect example of free speech in action. During the 1950s and 60s, civil rights activists, such as Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., were able to use free speech as a tool to force change within society. By exercising their voice, civil rights activists were able to outlaw racial discrimination that plagued the nation. But in today's politically charged climate, some people believe the government should restrict certain speech. But thankfully, because of the First Amendment, everything from car commercials to fiery protests are protected. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. I want you to go back when you were a child or teenager and even in the main world today where you were not allowed in some group or to participate in some event or sport. You wasn't good enough or you didn't have what it took to be part of that organization. That's what collectivism is. It is an ideology of making everybody the same. And the reason that you do that is so you can control those people. So you have power over their minds and their thoughts. And they become sheep waiting for you to tell them what to do next. So what is collectivism? What it actually means to be collected together. The principles or systems 
of ownership and control of the means of production and distribution by the people collectively, usually under the supervision of a government. So there is good collectivism. It's called team sports. When everybody comes together, they have a mission to win in a team sport. And then there's very, very bad collectivism. And that collectivism that's bad is controlled by a government. And this is where we're at. In contrast to individualism, collectivism is the idea of mandatory doing or favoring things together with other members of the community, political party, or the society. Sometimes it equals to conformism, conforming together, and authoritarianism, which is really how this works except if you're playing in a sport because you have the option if you're playing in a sport not to participate or not to be on that team authoritarianism does not provide you a choice it forces you into collectivism it forces you to accept what the government feels or expresses is good for you and this is where we're at in America, of all places. You know this. I've said it over and over again. You understand the pressure that is being applied to you today. Imagine if we do not change the course of America. What's, what it's going to be like in 5, 10, 20 years from today. If you think it's bad now. It's going to be 10 times. What you're experiencing. And those of us that are older in this country. Will have a very hard time. Those of us that are younger in this country. Are going to experience. It. They're going to wait for the government to tell them what to do. They're going to appreciate it. They're going to expect it. And this is where we're at. It all starts from eliminating individuals' ability force free speech to express internally who they are and what their opinions are. 
And then those opinions are supposed to come together and discuss the issues and come to some kind of compromise so we can all as a society live. That's a free society. In a totalitarianism society, you have no choice because the king, the president, the prime, whatever title you want to put on them, don't care what you think. This article is called Eliminating Free Speech the Smart Way. And the reason he says the smart way is because it's being done and you don't know it's being done. That's the smart way. To surprise or to circumvent These people in America. Left-wing activists have recently been increasingly active in seeking to limit opposing political viewpoints in order to create a more ubiquitous groupthink. No, they no. That's what they want to believe. But see, what happens is, is once they take over with this groupthink ideology and all these people come together and go, oh, yeah, we'll do whatever. That's when they have control. And then they take over. One effort is accomplishing this has been to propose the creation of a human rights committee. I'm tired of committees. I'm tired of this crap. It's insane that you got to get a committee. This is government at its best. I spent my younger years retired from the Marine Corps, went back into government, and this is exactly what they do. we got to have a committee to discuss and, and solve these problems in order to monitor the economic transitions of white supremacist groups and anti-Islamic activities. So what they're doing is they're saying that nobody has human rights unless we say you have human rights. This should not be surprising as though the former free world collective activists are increasingly coming out of the closet just like the Icon and the representation of the Patriot cause. Uncle Sam. The ghosts are coming out of the closet. 
They're no longer bottled up. They're opening up and they're coming out and attacking America. Coming out of the closet and seeking to eliminate any and all opposition to their cause. An example is MasterCard. Big corporations, and we see it every day, and more and more of these big corporations are falling into this tyrannical way of thinking. They have no choice according to the globalists and what's happening. Because if they get canceled, they lose billions, if not trillions of dollars over time. So MasterCard is considering the selective restrictions of individuals from their services and functions. Those individuals would be the ones that held unacceptable political views. So back in the day, it didn't matter with MasterCard or any of these countries or uh, any of these major corporations. What the hell you thought of? What was happening in your house as it was irrelevant? Pay me a dollar. But now it's a different world. Now they are going to cancel you and not give you a MasterCard or take it away from you because you do not agree with the company. You see, we... We are in a major, major fight. Not a pointing pistols or guns at each other. It's an ideology fight. A freedom against tyranny. That's the fight that we're in. Are you willing to join the war for our freedom in America? Or just sit back and watch the country fall into complete communism. That's where we're at. And millions of Americans that thought they knew how this world was, how America is, is hopefully waking up and understanding it is not the same. We are being attacked constantly by this Marxist communist ideology. So the choice to join is ours to, together as collective Americans. And all I can say is God help us fight this good fight. We cannot do this alone. We will never be able to save this country. Only God. The true God of the universe that created all things. But because for so long, 
this country has left him and put our trust as a country in him. He is letting the dominoes fall. And he's done this many times throughout history. And we'll talk about that more when we get back from the break. So don't go away. You're going to want to listen to this bonehead award that I have today. I hear people say we don't need this war But I say there's some things worth fighting for What about our freedom and this piece of ground We didn't get to keep them by backing down They say we don't realize the mess we're getting in Before you start your preaching, let me ask you this, my friend Have you forgotten how it felt that day? Took all the footage off my TV Said it's too disturbing for you and me It'll just breed anger That's what the experts say If it was up to me, I'd show it every day Some say this country is just out looking for a fight after 9-11, man, I'd have to say that's right Have you forgotten how it felt that day To see your homeland under fire And her people blown away Have you forgotten when those towers fell We had neighbors still inside Tell me not to worry about Bin Laden 
Have we forgotten what America is? Have we subjugated ourselves through materialistic, whatever it is, to a point where we no longer accept or understand the people before us that presented and gave us the land and the freedom that we have well guess what you are now in the same war much much bigger than they were when they started this country it is a lot worse than it was when the king of England was imposing taxes on the people. So this is from the Washington Examiner. And the thing about it is the kids, our children, are being indoctrinated constantly in the idea that America is bad that free speech and the Constitution is a terrible thing. And you must listen to the state. Reminds me of Pink Floyd when he was talking about and presented the song called The Wall. We're all just bricks in the wall. That's what this is. They're indoctrinating our kids to become a brick in the wall where you can't think on your own anymore. You must think according to the state and be programmed so everybody can be in the collective world and controlled by the elitists of the world. That's what this is about. It's about control. It's not about freedom. It's about control. So Paul Bernard writes this, free speech, support for the Constitution, and even having a variety of friends or taking a hit on Americans' campuses as college undergraduates appear to be adopting a my way or highway attitude. It's, it, no, he's wrong. It's not my way. It's the state way. Not my way, because they have no my way. They don't have enough experience in life to understand my way. It's the state way or the highway. 
A new survey of the campuses developing the nation's future leaders shows an antagonistic approach by students to view they don't agree with. And worse, a majority feel that they can't express a view different from their professors, from their Tatarian masters, from their slave drivers, from their absolute controllers in the education system. The survey from Yale University William F. Buckley program provided to Secrets, which is this guy uh, writing about it, is the latest to show the fading of thought diversity on campuses and shrinking support for the First Amendment and the Constitution overall. You see, they have no choice but to eliminate free speech and the Constitution because they are challenged every day towards their power to control these students. And it wasn't like that before. People went to college to come together, to have ideas, to battle those ideas, and make the country better. But now they're sheep in a corral. Give me your money. Come into the gate. Listen to me. And when you graduate, then you're going to be a servant of the state like you should be. In 2197 B.C., the Tower of Babel was created. Now, a lot of people don't know the Tower of Babel as itself, that word, that phrase, was never used in the Bible. But this is the facts that a tower was created. And over time, man had to give it some kind of label. The people of Babel, which did exist, this city structure, wanted to make a name for themselves and make themselves great in disobedience to the commands of God. Through their own might, they attempted to become powerful. Let me rephrase this. Through their own might, they attempted to become powerful. What these people did was forget about the God that created them and said, we're going to make our own gods. 
our own lives. See, what does this mean today? Because the Tower of Babel, during that time frame, God said, enough is enough. And he destroyed the tower and he dispersed all of those people in the cities. To go out with different languages and be prosperous, which is what he told Adam and Eve from the beginning. To go out there and produce and follow me. The new world order, as we know it today, and the World Economic Forum is now the new Tower of Babel. We must understand that. The new king of the world, according to the world, is the World Economic Forum. Billionaires, trillionaires, whatever you want to call them, are coming together because they worship the world that provided them, quote, the resources in their lives. So now they want to say, because I'm so famous, because I've worked so hard, and because I know what's better, you need to listen to me. You need to make me your God. However, it will fall. At some point, the New World Order, the United Nations, the United States, China, Russia, Whatever label you want to put on it, it will eventually fall. And maybe if this World Economic Forum falls, maybe it's in the plan of God as the final end of the world. Because I don't know about you, the world can't handle this. At least the godly, loving, true God people can't handle this. Without, without Christ. But because we know that no matter what happens in this world, no matter what directions it goes, no matter if they put a bullet in the gun's head, no matter if they determine to kill us all, we know how it ends. So listen to this. This is the Bonehead Award. It's 27 seconds long. 
but it's one of the best. You may have heard it online or on social media, whatever, but this is from the National Pulse. The Australian E-Safety Commissioner. What in the world is an E-Safety Commissioner? Does it... I think what it means is this person is supposed to keep you safe on the Internet, I guess. Well... The, the best way to be safe on the internet is to turn it off <laughs> or not go to that website or when you go to a website and you don't like it to leave why do I have to have a commissioner to tell me what I want to see or can't see on the internet her name is Julie Inman and this was during the World Economic Forum meeting in Duvok, Switzerland, which is going on right now. And this is what she said. She called for a recalibration of free speech while speaking on a panel during the opening day of the World Economic Forum. Recalibration of free speech you either have free speech or you don't there's no you don't need calibrating it calibrating means controlling which means telling you what you can think and what you can say that's what calibrating means that's what control is that's what tyrants do and she's a tyrant but of course. So listen to what she actually said, word for word. And when we get back, we'll discuss this incredible e-safety commissioner of Australia. We are finding ourselves in a place um, where we're, we have increasing polarization <laughs> everywhere. And everything feels binary when it doesn't need to be. So I think we're going to have to think about a recalibration of a whole range of human rights that are playing out online, you know, from freedom of speech to the freedom to, you know, to be free from on online violence or the uh, right of data protection to the right to child dignity. I've said this before. Multiple times. This is 27 seconds of words. I can write a book on those 27 seconds. But the one thing that just, I can't grab my fingers around. And she said, to protect us from internet violence what in God's name is internet violence other than it screws with your mind or your mental health that I can get but see the internet is not going to shoot you it's not going to hang you it's not going to Take the money out of your bank unless you want it to. The internet is not evil. It's the people that use 
the internet that are evil. Maybe that's what she's talking about. I, I don't know. But if it is, she needs to restate what she's talking about. If you want to protect us from the evil people on the internet, the evil people, people, persons, human beings, identities, that I get. Because see, everything that is going on in the world is because of people. They do what they do because they're people. Now, they may be influenced, which they are, by the Internet, computer games, and so forth. But to actually do something, it has to be a human being. Well, let me back up. Maybe in the future, which I don't want to be part of, maybe robots will become bad and start killing humans. Then you can't blame it on people anymore. You can blame it on the robot used a gun to go in to a school and kill people. And the robot was disarmed and or the power was turned off of the robot by the police. Think about that one. You see, these people are crazy. They're crazy in their head. They're crazy in their ideologies. They think that they can, can control human beings by just making policies and laws and all that stuff constantly. When I was in the government, every time I turned around, there was some other rule or some other process or some other bureaucratic bullcrap that I had to deal with over and over over again. And they would not realize that it's the people that are causing the problems. How do you solve it? You fix the people. You don't create some kind of bureaucracy to try to build up a fence to keep the bad people out. You change the minds of the people. Oh, that's what they're doing. That is what they're doing. You see, if we get all the people thinking the same way, then the rules and the bureaucracy, all that stuff that we apply, everyone understands that. There's no more individually a person having an idea. It is the state run. And therefore, when somebody goes outside of that because they want to be an individual, not only will the state come down on them, the society will come down on them. And this is what's happening. A large part of the society in this world and America has now been indoctrinated to a point where they are coming down on free-thinking people. 
along with the businesses, along with the government. So you have a choice. You can be part of this collectivism or you can fight it. You can say, I'm a free person. I determine my life. I determine how I raise my family. I determine what land I'm going to live on. I determine what is good for me and my family, not you. Or you just fall right in line with the rest of the sheep. And you just live your life happy and content because somebody else is telling you what to do, where to go, and when to do it. And by the way, you're not going to own anything ever again. Ask the Chinese. They'll tell you all about it. Thank you so much for listening to podcasts. I ask you to please share it far and wide. This is how it gets out through you. You have contacts with lots of people that haven't heard the patriot cause. And maybe, hopefully, they are patriots like us. And when you introduce the patriot cause to them, like some of them, many of them that we have done, they're like, wow. Because I do the research, so they do not have to. What's important is they get the knowledge and they understand that we listen to you. We know who you are. We know what Americans are. We know what freedom is. We know what the Constitution is. And we are with you to help you in our country to continue to be free and to fight the good fight that God has put in us, not for ourselves, but for our families and our grandchildren, for nations to come, because we have no idea how much longer we're going to be on this planet before the great king of all kings comes and establishes the perfect kingdom on this planet. I'm going to leave you with a great ending song. Not the normal one, but another one. It's a great song. Have a great week, and especially have a great Memorial Weekend. And by the way, by the way, got a very special guest, very special guest coming on the podcast tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss the podcast tomorrow or this weekend. This is the gunny out. Tough and money's rough. We all complain. We all complain. But you won't appreciate.
appreciate a sunny day without a little Free. 